the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello. It is October 17th. It is a Monday in Ohio. It is approximately 50 degrees out, but it's kind of nice. I kind of like the chilly fall weather. And you're listening to No Buts About It, which I am currently recording from the floor of my dorm room. So uh, let's let's talk about football, because that's what you're here for, I assume. Unless you just enjoy hearing the smooth rhythm of my voice as I talk. But I'm going to assume you're here to talk about football, so let's do that. Um, first, we got some big news. And if you watched the Panthers game yesterday, this was all kind of built up. We kind of assumed that this was coming, but it has officially come to head via Ian Rappaport. But that is that Robbie Anderson, who was a wide receiver for the Panthers, has been sent over to the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know the details of the trade yet, but I assume the Panthers will get something decent for him. Nothing spectacular, but we will see. To give some context, earlier in the offseason when it was suggested that Baker Mayfield would go to the Panthers, um, Robbie Anderson commented under the photo and he said, no, he did not want Baker Mayfield to come to the Panthers. Baker Mayfield, of course, ended up at the Panthers. And yesterday, there was some issues, and Robbie Anderson kind of got in the face of the wide receivers coach, and I believe also the head coach. And uh, he was ended, he ended up being taken out of the game. They sent him to the locker room, and obviously today, he is no longer on the Carolina Panthers. He is an Arizona Cardinal. So... Whether or not that is that was all because of Baker Mayfield, no, but um, that's kind of what is being assumed right now because of what he said in the offseason. So now that we've got that headline kind of out of the way, uh, Rogers, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady seem to be in trouble. And I know we've said this about this happened, this kind of headline kind of gets said about Tom Brady every year due to his age. But this year it's just really like, What's going on, bud? This isn't the Buccaneers team we expected it to be. The Packers were bad like I expected. Um, seems like both of these guys kind of overstayed their welcome. Rodgers is a bit younger, so he could maybe stay a few years while they rebuild. But um, I think Tom Brady's done. He's got a lot. He's got guys on his team that are good, that are elite. He has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, um, phenomenal defense. And they lost to the Steelers yesterday, and they didn't even have T.J. Watt. Didn't have T.J. Watt back 
first game that they've won without TJ Watt. And I think that that's a should be taken as a sign for Brady. He's obviously got a lot of things going on in his personal life that might be bothering him, but I think he's reached the end of um, his career and being able to do what he used to be capable of. And you might be thinking, oh, well, that just means Kenny Pickett is really good, that he was able to put up all these points on the Buccaneers' defense. Well, actually, no. Uh, Kenny Pickett got injured and was put into concussion protocol. We'll see if he's back next weekend. But Mitch Trubisky ended up coming in and winning the game. So maybe we'll see more of a two-quarterback operation going on in uh, Pittsburgh. But Mike Tomlin should be very happy, I think, that both uh, Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett are able to come in and put on a performance against this Buccaneers defense. Because Kenny Pickett did have a decent performance before he got injured. The injury just happened to hurt him a lot more. And uh, so Mitch came in and finished the game out. And so I think that uh, Todd Bowles is going to have to figure some things out on defense because he obviously doesn't want a one-win team being able to defeat these guys, especially if he's trying to make it to the Super Bowl. But, man... Kind of, it was kind of exciting to see. I'm not a Pittsburgh fan, and I was kind of excited to see Pittsburgh do well yesterday against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So, moving on, last night we had that showdown that we talked about on Friday. We had the Cowboys and the Eagles, and like I said on Friday, it was whoever won was going to end the undefeated streak of the other person. So Cooper Rush's undefeated streak ended up coming to an end. The Eagles went to 6-0. and Crazy to me that a few, like a year ago, uh, people were saying, hey, this Nick Sirianni guy, our head coach for the Eagles, he doesn't make any sense. He has all these weird metaphors, and we're not doing well. He, if, if we're doing well, he can say whatever he wants. But he's got all these weird metaphors. We don't like him. We want him gone. And now he's 6-0. and Philadelphia loves him for obvious reasons. And he's still got the weird metaphors going on in his press conferences. Uh, Nick Sirianni seems probably in contention for Coach of the Year. I've got a few other guys I think I would put up there as well. But Nick Sirianni um, definitely making a strong case. Jalen Hurts is making an MVP case. Uh, yesterday, Jalen just put on a show. It was a low-scoring game at first. Cowboys started to make a comeback, but the Eagles managed to put on some resolve, go out there, score more points, help their defense out, and it was a fun game to watch in the second half. The other NFC East team that won yesterday is the New York Giants, and they beat the Ravens. Uh, Ravens have had trouble finishing in the fourth quarter, and yesterday was no exception at all. Uh, the Giants showed some resolve, and Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley got it done. I really do think that their offense is completely contingent on Saquon Barkley, though. So if Saquon does get hurt, um, I'd take these guys out of playoff contention pretty quickly. But we will see. Maybe he won't even get hurt. But he has had a bad injury history. I don't think that the Giants are legit Super Bowl contenders right now, and I think that their success is completely contingent on Saquon's health but I gotta say their record is pretty impressive I just don't think they have the passing game 
to protect the record if Saquon gets hurt for a few games. Um, Ravens have been inconsistent. Like I said, they can't really finish games. Big game that we had yesterday was the Bills versus the Chiefs. A lot of people saying this is the AFC uh, championship matchup potentially. Um, the Bills and the Chiefs have both been dominant teams in the AFC for the last couple of years, basically since Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes have been in the league. Um, it's insane to see what they've done. Mahomes is 3-2 and two now in this matchup, but Josh Allen did help close the gap a little bit yesterday. And Josh Allen looked fantastic. He hurdled a guy at one point, which is absolutely insane. Love to see it. Love to see uh, Patrick Mahomes get beat by Josh Allen because I really like Josh Allen. I think both of these guys are fantastic quarterbacks. I just don't think Josh Allen gets enough hype. I think everyone just assumes Patrick Mahomes is better than Josh Allen, and they don't give Josh Allen the credit he deserves because he came out to – he had a bit of a slower start in his career. He struggled a lot with accuracy, but he went to the whiteboard, got it all figured up, and now he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. In my opinion, he's a top-two quarterback. I think some could argue that he is the number-one quarterback in the NFL. Also, shout-out to Tony Romo. Before the game even started, he said this is going to be a 24-20 to type game. That was the exact score of the game with the Buffalo Bills getting 24 points. So I don't know what kind of magic Tony Romo is working, but he knew the exact score of the game before the game even started, or he just got insanely lucky. Either way, Tony Romo, go, go and buy a lottery ticket, man. That is absolutely insane that you were able to do that. Further, Josh Allen, I mean, this dude... We could probably do an entire episode on Josh Allen and the Bills, along with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Both just had some insane throws, insane mobility that I don't think has been seen by any other quarterbacks around the league. These guys are really fun to watch, and they're definitely teams that you don't want your team to run into. But I believe the Bengals do have to play the Bills this season, and so uh, that's, that's definitely a game that I'm nervous for. But hopefully the Bengals get things figured out. We had some signs of having it figured out last week. Or not last week, this past week. Last week was horrible. This this last week on uh, Sunday against the Saints was good. That's what we like to see. And now, finally, uh, we're probably going to talk about this a little bit more on Wednesday because I think it's a fun little controversy. But uh, Bailey Zappi. And he brought he he brought it all against the Browns. Um, Patriots were kind of scared when this uh, random rookie kind of had to come in and replace Mac Jones, but he's been doing well. He uh, he I got a, I was looking at Tyreek's stats and I was very confused because he has not played Cincinnati yet. Anyway, uh, Bailey <laughs> Bailey Zappi. Um, He's played in three games, and he started two of them. And he only had 188 yards against the Lions, but that was a blowout game. Didn't really need to pass. Lots of running. Against Cleveland, better defense than the Lions. Got Miles Garrett. He might still be shook up a little bit, but I think that the Browns have a pretty good defense. 309 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a 118.4 passer rating. So... Now, uh, I'm even seeing news articles here as I'm looking at Bailey Zappi's stats. 
Uh, ESPN, how does Bailey Zappi's solid play affect Mac Jones' eventual return? Mac Jones' relationship with Patriots goes sideways as rookie Bailey Zappi thrives. That's the New York Post. And uh, Yahoo Sports, Bailey Zappi's agent takes aim at Patriot quarterbacks' critics after Week 6 win. Um, I think this is a great thing for Belichick to have. I assume if Mac is ready to go, he's going to put Mac in. But to know that your backup quarterback that you drafted is doing this well is great. Um, it shows you that you may have drafted well and you have good backup potential if Mac Jones were to get hurt again. Furthermore, uh, there's a little uh, storyline here that uh, some people might have forgotten or might not know about or might not thinking be thinking about. But this kind of happened when Jimmy Garoppolo had to come in when Brady was suspended. And New England does have a history of thinking they have a franchise guy, franchise guy getting hurt, and the backup coming in and being better and getting getting the starting job. And, of course, I'm talking about Tom Brady. Tom Brady was not the starter his uh, rookie year. In fact, he wasn't supposed to be that good. He was a bottom-tier draft pick, one of the last draft picks of the 2000 draft. And Drew Bledsoe, everyone thought, hey, this is our guy. He's going to be our franchise quarterback. Drew Bledsoe gets hurt. Tom Brady comes in, wins. Tom Brady does really well, wins more. And, of course, the rest of the story writes itself. So I think there is this tendency for New, New England fans to say, oh, well, we've had this happen before under Bill Belichick. Could it happen again? Is history repeating itself? Now, I'm not saying that Bailey is going to go on to win seven Super Bowls and be this insane quarterback, but I'm not sure that Mac Jones is as safe in his starting spot as we like to think. I'd like to go into the analysis more on Wednesday, but I do think Mac Jones right now does have the starting job, but Bailey Zappi could make a run for it if he continues to perform this well, especially if he starts performing well against these top 10 defenses that the Patriots will have to play against. Um, now that we've kind of done a rundown on everything that happened already, Let's talk about what's going to happen tonight. And that is the Denver Broncos will be taking on divisional rivals, LA Chargers. And when I first looked at this game, I was like, okay, um, Denver has been struggling on offense a lot. LA, insane defense. They're going to go strong. They're going to take the, the Denver's going to own la there's no reason la should lose this game but um the last week happened and i was like what is going on here so let's see what we got here so the la chargers though they won last week struggled against a browns offense with jacoby Brissett leading them which jacoby's been good don't i'm not knocking jacoby but this la chargers defense should not be allowing as many points as they have been they allowed the Jaguars 38 points on them in that loss. They allowed the te Texans 24 points, which they won that game, but still, um, that Texans defense is struggling. I don't 
get how the, or the Texans' offense is struggling, I don't see how the Chargers' defense allowed that many. I mean, Joey Bosa's out. Joey Bosa is a huge name. He's a pass rusher that you need to know the name of if you want to talk about football, especially in L.A. Both Bosa brothers are insane pass rushers that every team is kind of looking for those guys to have on their team and kind of create the same problem. So Joey Bosa being out is an issue. That being said, there are some I, I just want to make I want to make sure because um, the Chargers have not been living up to the hype that they had that I hyped them up to be. I want to make sure that I have these guys aren't playing because it's it's kind of like they aren't. So um, let's see here. Uh, Kyle Van Noy, he's a strong player. Let's see here. Unspecified. Uh, he's not one of the big names, though, that I'm thinking of, but he is an important player on defense. Uh, but we've got J.C. Jackson, Mr. Interception last season. We have Khalil Mack, insane pass rusher to help Joey Bosa out. Uh, Joey Bosa isn't even on the injury report, so maybe Joey Bosa will be playing. But Joey Bosa, if he's playing, we got to have him. We There's no excuse to lose. Uh, Derwin James Jr., you just paid him a big uh, chunk phenomenal safety there's just uh no excuse in my opinion that this Chargers defense should not be performing uh the way that it has been it, they've been performing horribly they ha haven't been performing as well as they should be on paper maybe there's a chemistry thing here but I think tonight is a rebound game for the LA Chargers they were supposed to be Super Bowl contenders you got Justin Herbert phenomenal quarterback phenomenal quarterback Plays a lot like Josh Allen, who is also, like I said er earlier in the show, possibly the number one quarterback in the NFL. Then we have Keenan Allen, who has been injured, but when he's on the field, he is dominant. Let's see if he's going to play. Still on the injury report. Doubtful. So that's going to hurt the offense. But no worry, because we have Mike Williams, who is a tank of a man. He has been putting up fantasy points for all of the people who took a chance on him, except for like two weeks where he busted, but that's no worry. I think Mike Williams has another great game against this Denver defense. And, uh, oh, how could I forget this? Austin Eckler, dude is a stud. 2017 free agent, undrafted free agent, picked up by the Chargers and has been LA's love ever since. They have been doing well with Eckler. Eckler is great at both running the ball up the middle, and he's a great catching receiver, uh, catch, receiving running back. Uh, Justin Herbert loves to target him when his friends Keenan and Mike aren't open, and Austin is great at getting yards after the catch, which is what every great offense needs in their running back. I do not think... I don't, yeah, I don't think that the Chargers have a single excuse to lose this game tonight, especially if Joey Bosa's in. Keenan Allen is going to be a hard hit against the uh, Broncos, but, I mean, the Broncos, you've got, they their injury report is twice as long. Um, Russell Wilson apparently has a right shoulder injury that he's apparently been playing through. I don't know why that wasn't mentioned before. But it suddenly came up when he started doing bad, and that's what they're blaming. So uh, I assume Russell Wilson plays tonight. He doesn't have an injury designation for tonight uh, right now. But 
I just don't think the Chargers have an excuse to lose this game. The Denver Broncos have been playing poor football. Um, not even, not even like, hey, they played well, but they lost. No, it's just been bad football. And this Chargers defense should be able to pick them apart. And I think Justin Herbert, though he might be injured, Austin Eckler will have a good run game. And it's going to be a fun game if you're an L.A. Chargers fan. I don't see how Denver beats this team. Um, no excuses here. I'm not sure that there's even really a story here that is other than if the L.A. Chargers lose this game, I think that they are one of the biggest frauds in the NFL. So that is my take on tonight. And that is what I uh, believe is going to happen. So to summarize, some uh, stuff that we're going to look at here on No Buts About It on Wednesday is, could Bailey Zappi take Mac Jones' starting job and repeat history uh, with like Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady's relationship was? I We'll see. We'll see on Wednesday. We will also recap on Monday or Monday Night Football on Wednesday. We're going to talk about whether or not the Chargers lived up to my expectations, which is basically to win um, and to win well. Uh, we will see if uh, any more trades happen. Anything? I, I want to know. I want to know the nitty gritty of what happened with the Robbie Anderson trade because I know you guys like that drama, and I want to talk about that drama. And I kind of I kind of, I want to look into having Bailey Zappi on the show. I want to see if he'd come on, even though we're a small show. But I'd I'd love to talk to him. I don't, I'm not generally a Patriots fan, but I'm a Bailey Zappi fan. So we'll look into that. I know he won't be on Wednesday, but that's some stuff that you could kind of maybe look forward to in the future if you're a fan of the show. And if you're a fan of the show, I'd appreciate it if you continue to share the show because. I enjoy it when people listen to the show. I enjoy talking into this microphone in my dorm room. And I would like to uh, maybe be able to talk to more people instead of just myself. So go ahead and share the show um, with your friends. And please uh, give it continue to listen. Get your friends to listen. Get your grandma to listen. Anyone who uh, is slightly interested in football. And we'll just give them the rundown of everything going on in the NFL and any storylines that continue to pop up around the NFL. There just has not been enough drama lately. There's been a lot more drama in NASCAR lately. Uh, Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson getting into a fight yesterday. But this is a football show, so we won't talk about NASCAR. Yeah, we're not going to talk about NASCAR. Anyway. Um, email, if you have questions, is bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, nobuts underscore show. That's N-O-B-U-T-T-S underscore show. And the Twitter is josh underscore butts underscore 2001. I hope everyone has a fantastic week, and I'll see you all again on Wednesday.